Welcome to Shop Therapy. Let's talk beauty. Hair done, hair done, everything uh, beautiful. So grab a glass of wine. I always need a glass of wine. And get ready to spill the tea. He could get a little uncomfortable. Save yourself. This is Shop Therapy. So you're saying I don't talk? And this is how we're opening up session 12 of Shop Therapy Podcast. Hey, I'm here, y'all. Clearly, talking trash (laughs) as always. Shay doesn't want to be the bartender. I'll be our um, non-certified bartender as I open up. Summertime. Summertime is for beers. Yeah. But we're doing a beer with a twist. We're doing the new Refreshkas. The Corona. Is that K in there? No, Refreshka. C A at the end. The Corona Refreshkas. Premium spiked refreshers. I'm telling you, these are good. They are. They really are. This is the guava and lime. And honestly, this is the one that I was like sold on. And someone was like, no, you got to try the coconut. And I tried the coconut for 4th of July. The coconut one? No. See, I don't do coconut. But someone told me to try the passion fruit. So I guess they all lit. Uh, Yeah, I guess. But I wouldn't do the coconut. That's just not my No, it's not like coconut either. Why are you going to give me a little tiny sip? Your glass is wider. Wow. Your glass is wider. I promise you, it's the same amount. I doubt it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, she has a plastic cup and I have a glass one. She gave me a plastic cup and she gave me a taster. Lies. Lies. Don't do me like that on this lovely, I think it got to like 91 today. Oh my gosh, it's so hot out today, but I appreciate it. I love it. I was going to say, I'm not complaining. No, because I hate the snow. Yeah. I hate it. The only thing about this, this, Time, like this summertime is that it gets really weird in the salon it's like either busy or it's not mm-hmm. or people are coming in with wet hair but they told you they didn't take a shower like it's just weird it's a lot it's, a lot. it's i know for me definitely this has been a slow week it's crazy because today i had only two clients booked mm-hmm. and my last one ended up canceling so what's your cancellation policy like less than 24 hours you would get a hundred percent charge um uh obviously more than a little bit more than 24 hours depending on what it is if there's no charge but like say you know it was like a keratin mm-hmm. and you like canceled 26 hours before yeah i'm probably gonna take a 50 percent yeah um or two, just because like you canceled, it's not like I automatically just take the hundred percent because you know sometimes life happens. Mm-hmm. I've had people where you know they ended up like getting into a car accident on the way to salon, or like a babysitter fell through or something. You know, if it's like my regular client and I've they've been with me for years, they never really gave me any issues. Sometimes I'll just bypass it. But the client today, this is gonna be my only second time of servicing her. Yeah, and. If I can recall correctly, before her coming into me the first time was kind of like a headache. As far as like she ended up getting a hold of my personal phone number. 
and was like and I kept on saying to like just go online just go online like you can book online like everything you need to know like go online and like you're like literally contacting me on my personal number you're like texting me at like eight nine o'clock at night like I have business time business hours business website all that for a reason yeah and I mean she ended up finally eventually coming and stuff but just first impression is all to me so her canceling the second time I'm like oh yeah sorry 100% 100% charge. It's so much easier for me at the salon because I really don't have to deal with that. They come right. back, they're like, Shay, you know, you got a cancellation. I'm like, 100%. Like, yeah. Boop, boop. But yeah. ours is written, you know, obviously yours is written down, but yeah. ours is like, because it's, they just have it written everywhere and they say it and they get a credit card hold, you know. No, and that's the thing. That's why. I guess you have the same thing. Even, yeah, even people who I like know personally. The time that they have come to me for the first time, I'm like, go online to book because in order for you to book, you have to put your credit card on file. Yeah, my ex boyfriend called me about oh, your cancellation. Yes. I hadn't, I haven't talked to that boy in years, and he was like, "Kyra, charge me," and I was like, "And so you deserve. Talk to you later." Bye. Right? Like, what? And that's the that's the thing is like, but it's you know. I'm sure you probably have run into this before where it's harder when it's like your friends and family who like sometimes don't respect your business. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know. That's funny. That's funny. So what's your week been like though? Um, Honestly, come. I mean, we're coming off of the 4th of July. Yeah, did you enjoy it? Weekend. Very, very nice. Um, Even though I basically worked in between, like, because my normal days in the studio are Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And the fourth fell on Thursday. Got it. So it was like I worked still Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. I mean Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Um, but it wasn't as like busy. Um, so it was still like time that like I was able to balance between like going back and forth to my family house in Avon and you know going to work. I didn't feel like overwhelmed or anything. Um, but the fourth was just really nice. The weather was amazing. We have a huge backyard, so, and we have, like, a hammock. We have, like, um, the round bottom, like, swing, so you can, like, lay on the swing and mm-hmm. swing back and forth. You know, there's a big pool, there's a water slide for the kids, a gazebo, like. What damn are you talking about? Y'all rich? No, but it's a, it's a gorgeous space, though. Mm-hmm. So that was, it was funny because on the fourth. Cause you ain't asked. I like pools. I have plenty of people come through too. You, should, I would, I would appreciate an invite next time. Okay. I mean, I'm still going out there throughout the summer, so uh, exactly you could come. I would appreciate an invite next time. Oh, and now it's like technically in writing. It's recorded, it so it's down, huh? Contract. How was your fourth? What did you do? Um, the fourth it was like, eh. I went to a couple cookouts. They weren't really like or anything but that friday we went to indigo hotel i've seen that yeah yeah, yeah. i've seen that on your um your social media uh, yeah i love it i love indigo we rented a cabana mm-hmm. um which you know if you get a good group of girls it's not that expensive mm-hmm. um if you guys all break it down it's probably like 10 11 of us um it was actually weird because my one home girl bought like paid for the whole thing which was a oh, surprise really? yeah but she came into town to visit from L.A., um, which was very nice and a welcome surprise. But 
I was able to hang out with them and like sit in the pool and you know we started out the day with mimosas and we just had a good time we kept on ordering so much food because we had to get to that um the cabana limit of like your order limit oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, there's like a minimum order type yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it was like but so we had to, you know, do that. So we had a lot of food and we were just kind of relaxing. And then the, so then that weekend I went to Jerk Fest, which was fun. Every um, year I'm like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And I never. Well, this year they switched it to Dudley. And usually I'm all for bringing our things into our black spaces. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but. I did not enjoy it as much in Dudley. They did it in in front of the Haley House oh, in that big parking lot. Okay. Now, okay. I'm thinking that maybe it could have been fun, but on Saturday because it was supposed to be thunderstorms, it got yep. switched at the last minute, so Sunday was its cancellation date. Okay. Now, so when I got there on Sunday, there was like one, basically like one, you know, known jerk place serving food so their plates were like twenty dollars so me and my boyfriend got a plate and we got macaroni cheese on the side it was 45 dollars he was mm. pissed he's like we paid you know 30 40 dollars to get in here now i paid another 45 dollars like he's like yeah. i thought you said it was just like you just it should have been like yeah places. like a tasting type and that's how it usually is because there's a whole bunch of different places and you go like one place one place one place and you know it's like jerk chicken for you know ten dollars jerk shrimp for six dollars like and you can just taste all around and you kind of just make yourself a plate but because it was just this one place i guess everyone backed out they were like upcharging. the other two food trucks were like i mean not for nothing they weren't west indian okay mm, so nobody was so really going yeah. to it it was like Oh, great. Like, let me get a piece of fruit. Like, I'm not about to get no jerk chicken from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When there's a real line and the line is down the corner. So, you know, they were able to charge up. And and I get it. And I maximize on it. But it just sucked for the participants because you didn't get to taste and see, like, before they, you know, like, I don't know. It was just, like, jerk everything before. Like, and you could just go and it's cheap. This, it was like one plate, and we like, well, we ate everything. All right, well, what do you do? And I know, like, um, the Haley House is pretty much, like, trying to revamp itself. Like, because they shut down for a little bit. It's still closed. So we oh, they're not even over. Oh, I, I was hearing that. Maybe they they're had just doing events. They had a table there. But, again, the Haley House is, like, lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? So their table. And, honestly, and they're not island either. Like, I rem- no. there's this one... I remember I tasted it and I was like, oh. It's like a curry something. And that, it was um, the collard greens. They were like, oh, firecracker collard greens. And they were like, oh, it's mainly kind of like with a little bit of like jerk seasoning and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, maybe this, you know, is good. It'll work. And it was nothing but just like straight like crushed pepper in the greens. And I'm like, this is nothing but leaves and hotness. Yep. Crazy. Sorry, y'all. I had some technical difficulties real quick. She's messing up the church's money. But, yeah, no. So, it just wasn't good. And on top of that, so, my cousin's um, husband was supposed to DJ. And he's a little DJ or whatever. But I guess the lady was, some lady was there. And because she didn't get to DJ Saturday, she, uh, no, so 
because she wasn't going to be able to DJ the Sunday event, they had her, I guess she was there, and she set up, and he was like, well, I'm not going to fight her, like, whatever, like, I do yeah. it all the time, it doesn't matter, but she was playing, like, old school, like, reggae, like, you know, like, that you got to dance to, like, Sway. Uh, and usually, it'd be, like, the turn up, like, mm. we would be dancing, you know, it's, like, a nice little pre-carnival little joint, so... It wasn't like that. We were sitting there. So, in other words, it was a gentrified jerk fest. And they don't even call that part Delhi anymore. They call it... Upper Roxbury. Or the or urban local. market. No, the urban market. So, no. So, then on the way out, I went across the street to urban market. Black now market. Black market. Yeah. It was lit over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I should have been over here the whole time except they didn't got no food. So... I don't know. I just, I don't know if it was because of the date change or whatever. But I'm usually like, I've been going to Jerk Fest for the last three years, like faithfully. I'm there. And I don't know. And it was a big difference. Yeah. And mm. I swear everybody, my boyfriend got in contact with, he was like, it was stupid. <laughs> she made me go someplace stupid. And I was like, Stop saying that. They just had a bad year. He was like, nope, it was stupid. He's like, you won't get me again. Yeah, he's like, I could have had it at my mama's house. Like, he's just over it. So, y'all. And I mean, that sucks because if you think about it, like, if he's feeling that way, and you know, you've made this comment, like, think about the ones who have also gone year after year and they're like, this just isn't the same and they probably won't come back next year either. Like, I mean, we're going to go and you still get the DJ and bid, but. Mm. Best of luck. But other than that, did have you like wellness wise? Um, I guess my wellness would have been, you know, the Indigo Hotel. I really been I don't know why, but like with work I've been trying to start doing hair on my own. Mm. Um, to kind of push back my time out of the salon. Okay. I love being in the salon. I like the atmosphere, but I'm just not sure if it's um if it's starting to negative negatively affect my full time job, which sucks as a creative. Mm. But you gotta do what you gotta do. You make it work. You make it work. Yeah. I would say for me, for my wellness has been summertime. Don't me. Don't no, summertime is like my thing because the kids aren't home. So this is when I like come out of hiding, and it's just like, oh, you got an event? Yep, I'll be there. Hot girl summer. Oh, like for real? <laughs> like, oh, you you want to go to the casino? Okay, come on, let's go. I haven't been. Can you take me? I've been. Remember, I told you, I've been to I the know. casino already like five times. It's tough, and it's honestly not even really like gambling. Just like hanging out. Like they have so many different restaurants. Um, I went to a tasting. Because we got invited from the social club I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the other time or two was, like, doing a little gambling. But nothing. It's, you know what's funny? It's so bad. Yesterday, I got an email from, because, you know, like, every casino has, like, the loyalty card things. I don't know anything about casinos. Oh. Well, to our listeners, if you guys know, you have, like, a loyalty card. So, particularly if you're playing slots, even if you're playing the table. They scan your card, and it's pretty much keeping track of, like, how much money you've been spending with the casino. Mm -hmm. So, I've already received a $10 credit. (laughs) I'm like, that's terrible because 
if I can recall when I signed up and I was kind of just looking at their point system, like, you get, like, one point for, like, every $2 you spend. And then after, like, that's why I'm, like, I don't know where. I'm, like, because if you think about $10, that's a lot. You gamble? Kind of, like in the are slots, you, but are not. Are you making money? So, the first night I went, mm-hmm. I did $5 in the slot machine, and I came up $217. Oh and then I was feeling myself, and, and the other time I went, I was like, oh, yep, yeah, this is my machine, da 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 Ended up spending $100 and came up with nothing. Ooh. I was no. like, it's time to go. Nope, yeah. nope, 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 nope. So, since that day where I lost 100, I've gone back. But, again, like, it's just been more of social. I'm like, I'm not putting no money in that machine. I want to go. I feel like I've been so boring lately. Well. I turned into, like, an old woman with, like, three kids. But I don't have no kids. At all. Anyways. Well, hit me up because, or my listeners, contact me. Because until, like, the third week of August, I am kid-free, and I'm in the city. Well, at least my Toronto's coming up. See, I don't travel during the summer. Particularly, mainly because since it's just me in my studio and it's slow, mm-hmm. I, like, I feel as though, like, I have to be available for, like, any appointment that, like, comes my way. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't limit myself even more. So... Summertime, I always stay put. So, let's get into the topic today. Mm-hmm. So, kind of, it was along the lines of, you know, me saying that, that I feel like working in the salon is having a negative effect on, on my full-time job. Mm-hmm. So, I, it got me to thinking, you know, what is the proper way to actually leave a salon? Okay. And, like, I've had some experiences leaving salons, and I know this experience will be nothing like those because I am just a guest artist, so mm-hmm. it won't be that big of a deal. But I thought it would be great to have a conversation around just the proper way to leave a salon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the first place I wanted to start was just talking about what are some of the reasons why you would leave a salon. Okay. Well, why did you leave? How many salons have you left? Let's open up like that. So, okay, so let, let's start from, like, the bottom of the totem pole. Okay. So, when I was assisting, I didn't really necessarily leave. The owner pretty much encouraged me, whatever. She, like, encouraged me because she, number one, there wasn't going to be a full-time chair available, right? Mm-hmm. And at this point, I was coming up to a little over two years of assisting. And I was, like obviously taking like starting to transition like my models from the advanced classes transitioning them to come see me in the salon um but again it was like she was like she was a very great boss and like all her stylists there have been had been there for like 10 plus years Mm -hmm. and she's like i just don't have a full-time you know chair for you and she's like you're very talented like i don't want to keep you stuck yeah so she's like like i want she's like go start to interview like i want you to and I was like, you know, that was real, I feel like. Um, and then the next salon I went to, uh, which was connected to the Park Plaza, um, 
I honestly left because of the owner. Mm. He was like an egotistic like maniac. Like just very OCD, just very like letting his balls hang on like this on the floor, like making it known of like I'm the owner, I'm the master style. It's like why are you doing it this way? Why and it was just like after a while like I'm all set. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. And that's actually around the time where you and I picked up connecting again. Mm-hmm. Um, went over to Aveda mm-hmm. um and everything was good until that lovely transition of Whoa. the new ownership. And and honestly it was it was that of the new ownership. He was terrible. Well, let's spend a moment and talk about that. Okay. Because that's the long transitions, right? So the story that she's talking about is, which I didn't go to the meeting, but it was like, a, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. it was like this one random day. I was actually at my part-time job, and our boss called and was like, we need a 9 o'clock meeting. Not 9 o'clock, it was like mm-hmm. 8 or 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was something at night. You guys got to meet here. Everyone be here. And... I think it was like a Sunday or something. And so we all, you know, certain people couldn't go, certain people could, but it was like mandatory meeting tonight. I didn't go. But from the stories that I heard, everyone comes in the meeting, they're not understanding what's going on, and basically our owner just comes in. And when I say we were kind of tight, like we had all worked together for a long time, we were a tight crew. It was a nice family. It was a nice family. Not to say we didn't have our own little arguments or whatever, but we always got over it. We were a crew, right? Mm -hmm. So, including the owner. We all hung out together as a team. Yeah. So, she comes in that... She comes in and she basically tells us she sold the salon. In walks this guy, like, a younger guy. Um very timid yes. from what I heard like almost like shaky yeah and he had like a bottle of champagne or something and he was like hi I'm your new owner and it was very like and you like how we said we were very close you know how like we are like we're I don't want to say like we were aggressive like in a in a bad way but we were very vocal I heard people were crying and like everything and it was just pretty much of like what the fuck basically yeah and Sorry. too like how are you going to like like we it's one thing of saying like I'm your new owner this and follow up of like this is my vision this is my plan for us da, 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 da. you know what I mean like and it was just like nothing yeah it was like hey drink and it was it was shock it was a lot of emotions were flaring and and then just even going forward it was more of like instead of trying to connect with us as a team his it seemed like his um focus was like fixing up the salon remember like he was like painting and stuff and we were like we don't need paint like it was like dumb random stuff that he thought he was like doing improvements but they were like unnecessary improvements it was like how about you and one thing that like going to another salon that i went to and we ended up getting a new manager her first week she made it a point of doing one-on-one interviews with us she's like tell me what you're about what are your specialties you know why are you in this industry what can i help you with what were the some of the things that you didn't like with the old manager like she literally and even at the end of the day i ended up like not liking her but i respected her for that because she didn't come in and was just like i'm here i'm your manager these are my rules and regulations i think he was scared 
that's what I think with him, honestly. Well, because at the end of the day, when it all came out, he really didn't. He no, he wasn't in the industry. He knew nothing about the industry. He purchased the salon for all the wrong reasons to win over love. Remember that? Nope, I didn't stay long enough to oh. to get into all that. What um, what I was gonna say was once that kind of happened, a lot of us left. Yeah, you left, I left. Basically, like the whole team kind of just broke up. Yeah. Yeah. And it was on, and it, it, like I said, it had a major part to do. We didn't leave the salon. We left the owner. Yeah. Um, and also, too, like a, a couple, like I had just finished up my first bachelor's degree. Yeah. Um, so I was feeling as though, like, you know, I'm like, I, I want to kind of try more of like the corporate side of like the industry and things like that. Um, so that was the next reason. I ended up finding a corporate salon to work at, um, and the main reason I left them, being corporate, you know, they're all about money, um, as far as, like, we had goals each month, and it was like, okay, like, it was, it, after a while, it was like, it's better for me to, like, not reach the goal, because once you reach the goal, they're like, all right, so now we're tacking on, like, another, like, 750, mm. you know what I mean? It was like, dang, like, I barely... Was able to make like four thousand this yeah, month, yeah. like you know what I mean. Um, and then our fiscal year end, um, they gave us our numbers, and me being the lead stylist, I almost made a hundred thousand in service revenue. Yeah, and I'm on commission. Uh, so you know what I mean. So I'm like, I have that potential to make. Like obviously, it's gonna take me time to build to that. But me seeing that number, I'm like, clearly, I have that potential. And I can make that for myself. Like, if I can make six figures on my own... Yeah, then what am I doing here? Right. So you've been to... What was that? Four? Yeah, so if it was you know, assisting... Da, 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 every, uh, yep. Four salons. Four salons. Before I opened my own. So, me... <clears throat> I started out... I started out like... I want to say in the hood, but... I just started out in the neighborhood. You know, yeah. Um, I've all, like I said, I've always done hair. I've always like played around in different salons or whatever. But as w- when we're talking license, I started out working at a place as an assistant. I love the salon. I still go there to this day. Okay. But for me, it was like I'm an assistant. I'm getting like you know five dollars of shampoo, making my little tips for braid downs and things like that. But I was there every night to like 10 11 mm. o'clock maybe 12 o'clock some mm-hmm. nights like you know basically like grinding mm. which i'm not mad at a grind i'm cool with that before five dollar shampoo is something a little different yeah yeah so that was one of the reasons um the second reason was i'll never forget i uh there was a guy who would hang out and he was he was actually a really nice guy a guy who would hang out in the salon, and I wasn't attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would come in the salon whenever, and just like hang it, out, and just hang out. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? That's not the environment I want. Like anybody has access to me, I'm not making money. I just see myself somewhere different. Yeah. So I left there. I went into down to Athena. I was still in hair school at the time. So I stayed there. I stayed there. I actually, okay, yeah. So I stayed there. 
right when I graduated, I was there maybe a few more months, and this is when she had just purchased the salon. Mm. So it was her first hire as an owner. Okay. And she she did not have a a, a program set to from assistant to stylist. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So I was an assistant. I was getting paid, you know, hourly plus tips, and the stylist tipped us out. It was bomb. Mm-hmm. I was making good money. I was straight. Plus, I was living at home mm-hmm. with my mother, right? So, with my parents. So, I was fine there, but I wanted to get on the floor. And she just didn't have that program set up for me. So, I left because there was no growth yeah. opportunity. There was no education to move on. Um, which sucks. I love her to this day. She she paid for me to get my license. Like, she's dope, even though she changed so long like that. Yeah. So, then... I went to another guy. He owned four different salons. I was in the Boston area at the time. I was his personal assistant, traveled around with him. I loved it. He paid me a little, you know, a little, we had a little thing, little range. I ain't gonna put him out there, but it was great. When I got on the floor though, we kept that same arrangement, that pay arrangement. But then I started seeing how much I was pulling in as a stylist. Mm. And when I was pulling in as a stylist, because I wasn't commissioned, he had had me on that assistant pay, I brought it to him. I got all my numbers together, and I was like, I want to go commission. This is what I'm doing. I feel like I can go commission. And he would not allow me to. He didn't want me to. Wow. So I was like, well, I'm out. So I went back to Athena and um, I was like, can you give me like, you know, a little thing? And if I don't make it, and she's like, no, you'll go commission and you'll be fine. (laughs) And so I just kind of got thrown into the commission, which I was scared of. Went back to her. Um, From her, uh, from her, like I said, it was the same issue with you. That's why I left with the guy. Um, I then moved to the corporate. I worked at a hair school and I worked at a salon in North Carolina. I didn't leave them. I would still go back to them to this day. Yeah. I just got a, another job opportunity. So Yeah, within the company. Within uh, the company. Yeah. So I moved. And now I'm here with the corporate and I work at another salon. And again, even if I do decide to, to move on, it's not like I'm leaving them. It's not like they, they're doing anything wrong. It's literally for other reasons to to progress my career in other areas. Yeah. So those are my reasons, yeah. I guess. And honestly, like... I've heard some, like, horror stories with Silas. I feel like between you and I, like, we kind of been on, like, a good foot track. Yeah, we've been dodging bullets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, too, I feel like that deals, comes with, like, a lot of, like, discernment and growth. Mm -hmm. Because just imagine some of the ones who, like, if we're talking about, like, um, Athena... Who stayed there? Like, I heard some stories afterwards of... And it was like, but all the warning signs were there for, like, y'all to get out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's hard to leave, too, because it's it's hard to move on. Like, is your clientele going to come with you, right? right? Um, well, are we, you going to be able to sustain yourself somewhere else? Can you grow? Mm-hmm. Is it is it going to be worse because of all these horror stories? Or mm-hmm. is it going to be better? You know what I mean? It's it's so hard to decide and to just whether ad- or not to leave. Adapting to industry change as far as like if we take a Veda for instance, if you're only used to like a Veda, not saying you can't transition to another color line, but that's like re educating yourself in the sense of, you know, going to a different product line or 
um, even just going into just a different environment and like their structure and things like that. It's a lot. I mean, I deal with that every day of trying to have my students overcome like that fear of once they graduate, they're like, all right, I work in a hospital making good money. Like, but I know this is a passion of mine. I want to do hair. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking about like my bills and my it's children. And, it's a leap. Yeah. It's a leap of faith. Yeah. yeah. So it, it it sucks when it when it I'm sure comes to that point of like not necessarily you're leaving because like this place is just not for me. It's just not good for my career. You know, that's I feel like a an easier motivation mm -hmm. of being able to leave compared to a like I mean, is the grass greener on the other side? Okay, so with that, okay, with what you're saying, if we if we had to narrow it down to, let's say, three, mm -hmm. what would be the three top reasons to consider leaving a salon? Management. I, I say number one is money. Okay. Meaning, like, if, I'm not saying, like, oh, you can go make some money somewhere else, but, like, if you're not paid your worth. Yeah. Like in the situations where, where you were in, like you're like, oh, I just banked in a hundred thousand. Like what the, I can need to try right. something on. Or me, like I'm bringing in so much and you you're still giving me $200. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So money in that sense, I think is mm -hmm. a big one. It is. Um, and just like with any industry, it's funny because I was um, talking about this in like my friend group chat, chat today of, People don't leave their jobs. People leave their bosses. So proper management. Yeah. Proper management. And um, then I think growth. Like the opportunity yeah. for growth. Like is that salon those are, facilitating yeah. growth? I think those are three good top reasons. Yeah. Um, not because old Susan in the back keep on drinking your orange juice. Like that's no. not a good reason. No, 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 no. No. But yeah, no, I think those, um, those three, those are good. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, now let's say you made the decision. What's the proper way to do it? So, I will give you an example <laughs> because I feel like I did the good and the bad. Okay. okay? Start with the bad. So, let's the start. bad. So, if we go back to that salon um, where I was like the owner was just like an egotistic maniac, um, I was just like, I'm out. Like, Fuck you. Fuck the salon. Who's coming with me? <laughs> like, straight <laughs> up. Like, it was just one of those, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't. Like, and you walked out. It, it was, I mean, I finished, I finished my shift. But, and it was one of those two, like, I, so I don't, I think I was there no more than, like, eight months. So I was the one who was just getting, like, a lot of the walk-ins. So, like, yeah, I was starting to get kind of, like, that repetitive clientele, but it wasn't that much. Mm -hmm. So, it was one of those, like, I, it's just, it, it's just more worth it for me to just start totally over. Yeah. Than try to grab these, like, ten people who I've seen, like, three times yeah. try to follow me. You know what I mean? So, I was looking at it as, like, it's really not much for me to lose if I walk out of here right now. Got it. Um... And so, like, I, yeah, it wasn't, I think I did it through, like, text, too. Like, I was just like, I'm not coming back. Like, I'm so done. So bad and bad. Yeah. Like, bad I, and worse. I'm done. Um, but then if we talk about when I left the corporate salon to open up my own, um, I did an email 
to my manager and I CC'd the general manager mm-hmm. and I said to them, um, I want to do two weeks, but me being the lead stylist, if you need some more time to try to find someone to replace me and I kind of give them like the goal, you know, the goal, um, all the tasks and stuff like that. I can probably do a maximum of three weeks, but just let me know what's, what works best for the company. Uh-huh. Um, now, how they responded, I feel it was always very unprofessional. Like, Get out. We, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, as an owner, I don't think I would want my stylist staying if they're leaving because they're going to take all their people or try to. Yeah. And we're going to get to that, too, as far as <laughs> how do you get your clientele. Um, but yeah, so I feel like I did kind of like the unprofessional and the professional routes. I think, I don't remember what I did with that guy that I worked with. I think I was just like, I'm leaving. Uh, I think I probably gave him two weeks just because just knowing who I am. But at the salon in the hood, I was like, yeah, I'm not coming back. I don't actually, I just think I just didn't show back up and I just made an appointment to get my hair done. Like. Oh, what's up? <laughs> Let me get my hand down. Like, so you'd have been banned. Um, you would have been banned. I was young. I was very, very young back then. Um, and then with every place else, I've given my two weeks. Um, and my salon changes have been state to state change. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me working two, three weeks, they don't care because I'm not going to another salon. I'm going right. to I'm going a totally you know, different state. Twelve hours yeah. away. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, I have had some people do you know horrible things like people leave, especially people who come in to open their own. They leave and they take all their staff. And for me, working on the corporate side, I see what the salon is left with. And I'm telling you, that is, like, devastating as an owner when I'm someone sure. just leaves. And they take, you know, four or five people with them. Or, you know, those four or five people all walk out at the same time. All their clientele sure. is gone. It's, like, you up in, like, a matter of a day. Yeah. You are down. Yeah. And you have, you have to cover that. <laughs> you have to cover that, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. your bills are still there. Yep. So, I mean, I see the other part of it um, when people just, like, leave. Her got her phone on. No, that was the laptop. I've never done that. Oh. Um, so, let's talk about, then, the responses from management. You, I mean, you kind of already touched on it, but how I said I felt as though they were very unprofessional. Um, so, of course, they never, well, no, the the general manager responded, so sad to see you go, like, you are a great asset to the spa salon section, I wish you the best of luck, mm-hmm. you know, nice, sweet, short, simple. My manager, though, never responded. And I know she was off-site that day, so I was like, oh, okay, probably whatever, you know, like the next day or whatever. And I came in to work the next day. She came in, hi, Kyra, smiles, all that. Worked my whole shift. Literally, I kid you not, I left the salon. Before I can even get to my car in the parking lot, she was calling me. and was like, yeah, so... We're just going to end 
your employment now. Yeah. But her reason, and I think she was lying. I'm, it was obvious that she was lying, but it was like, it was a sucker lie. Like, that was a sucker move. And she was like, oh, it's come to my attention that you've been emailing clients of where you're going to next. Uh, just a little PSA, sucker. Um, it means stupid. <laughs> just so that y'all know what that means. She was a sucker. So she, was stupid, she was a sucker. And she was scared. She, she was like, yeah. She was like being a punk. Where yes, punk. Yes, that's a better. Word. She like, you know what I'm saying. Be. I felt as though pull me into your office. But were you emailing clients? No, that was the thing. That was the thing that was so funny to me because I'm like, where are you getting? And I said that to her. I said, and she said, and I read it. So I said, forward me this email. This so-called email forwarded to me. Yeah. And she couldn't. So she was afraid, which I I can see a salon owner saying, if you're going to leave, like, then just leave. Because during that two weeks, you can take all your guests. I mean, I ended up doing it, so. So when I had left Athena, I, I actually got into a little bit of thing with the owner because he... He wanted to take my vacation pay away. He said, if you're leaving, then I'm not going to pay you out your vacation. I'm like, well, I've you been working here, like, you know, six years, and I've taken two vacations. Like, you owe me, yeah. whatever. And I had just gone from vacation, and he tried to say, I'm not going to pay for you to go vacation because you did your interview on your vacation, which I did, but I also went to CIAA. I just had my interview right before I started to turn up. But regardless of what I do on my vacation is none of his yeah. business. I still worked for him for a year. Oh, and that was his other argument. You didn't work for me. You worked for the previous owner. I said, well, you assumed the salon, so you assumed all of her. Uh, right. You know, her, her. We didn't start from ground zero. Yeah. Um, and I had to pull a lawyer in and everything. But he allowed me to work in, well, I lied and said it was a lawyer, but really it was just my father. <laughs> um, but he was scared. Um, because he's not from here, so he was kind of nervous. I took advantage of that. I know, bad shit, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so he was scared, so he let me out of that. But I did tell him, I was like, you're ruining this relationship, and I can be here my next few weeks, and it'll be easier for me to ease my guests into other people Yeah. than me to just leave and my guests find someone else. Mm -hmm. So I suggest we let this go. And he let it go, and I was, and I... Every guest who came in, I, I told them, I'm leaving, but this is who you should see. But this is who you should see. And I hated you for, like, two of the clients that you gave to me. A lot of people hate me, but I put, them <laughs> with guests that, I put people with guests that I knew they would feel comfortable with. Shay had some very high-maintenance clients. And they're all nerds because they just want to talk about Disney and reading books. I was like, oh, this is why you and Shay connected because I'm not... <laughs> I am not. Nope, 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 nope. Don't rebook her with me. Um, but that was, yeah. So I would say that was probably the only really, like, negative response. And, and the one that I left where I was just like, I'm leaving, not coming back or whatever. It was like, that was like a frequent thing for him. Like, he his turnover was so high in that salon. Where it was just like, and he's, again, being that high ego was like, oh, just let somebody else over. Mm -hmm. So. So how did, so 
you ended up, like I said, I never went from a salon where I was able to take guests. And from the guy that I worked with, the four salons, to Athena, the price jump was so high that a lot of people did not follow me. I probably had maybe 10 people who followed me, uh-huh. and I kept their prices the same for a year, and that was it. But I don't even know what I did to tell them. I think I was just friends with them, and that's why they came. So I learned from when I left Aveda to go to the corporate to gather clients' information from Jump. So I'm going to say no on this, but this is Kyra's experience, (laughs) but I think that that is a bad idea. It's not. I think that there's an easier, more softer way that you will not get legally in trouble for, but let's It's not. And this is why I would say that this is a good legal way, because you have them write their information. I'm not writing the information down. This is in their handwriting. I had a clientele book, and they gave me their information willingly. I had some clients where they're like, no. And then you get a last email? Yep. Yeah, see, I I think in today's age, that can be misconstrued, Mm -hmm. right? And it can go a couple different ways when we're talking legally. The best way, and I hate to give this advice, but social media is there, guys. Yeah. So I will say I did do um, a personal website, which I still have to this day, like a www.kyberhunter.com. And I um, did my SEOs, but actually hired someone to do my SEOs very well. What is an SEO? So you're um, pretty much categorizing your website. So... Not only if they're searching, like, if they spell my name wrong or something like that. So, if they say, like, if they do, like, K-I-R-A, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Like, your tag, it's attaching all those kind of, like, let's say, like, hashtags to your website. So that you'll eventually be found mm-hmm. by that person. Got it. Um, so. I know a lot of people are sitting there writing S-H-E-A. No, I'm not no Shea Butter. <laughs> So like stuff like that, like and I and I know that a lot of people, I, like my name gets spelled with a C sometimes. My name gets spelled with an I. Like I just even extra letters of like a Kyara. Like I've had K I Y um, A R A. Like so many extra letters. But so like creating a website and attaching all of that, mm-hmm. um, and I tagged like Westwood. Even though I wasn't in West, but of like that's the last known area that they have seen me in and stuff. So I did have that. Um, and two, I just I just always know my schedule at least like ahead uh, a week ahead of time. So prime example. So they let me go on a Friday, and Fridays obviously is like the busiest day, right? And they let me go that, well, they let me go that Thursday night till the next day was Friday. Um, one client had reached out to me. She was like, hey, they just called me. Like, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, yep, you know, I'm no longer there. I'm sorry that you're getting this information at the last minute. Um, if you, if you, you know, are looking to get your hair still done, I was like, there's a way to find me. And I kind of just left it at that in yeah. the text message. Because I was like, now, like, it's like a text yeah, thread. Like it, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and she ended up finding me. Like, literally, she came She came in a couple of hours later. She was able to find me. So, um, I do agree with you as far as, like, the social media and things. Um, particularly, like, someone like me. Like, I was just, I'm always on social media. So, yeah. I was just putting it all out there. 
Um, and then, like, like I said before, and I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't planning. It's just, like, amazing how it all lined up because I wasn't set to open for another week. When I gave my notice, I gave my notice when I had passed my inspection at the studio. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to give my notice and then, like, if I failed inspection, got pushed back, whatever. So, literally, the day that I passed inspection at the studio is when I gave my notice. Cause I had that in my mind. I was like, if all else fails... I have a space to work in. Yeah. So, so but I, I did read, so I was doing just a little bit of research for this episode, and I did read that in New York, a stylist was sued a shit ton of money um, because of this, because of the non-compete. And so some of the things that that um, the owner brought up was her social media. Mm. And, you know, the stylist was saying, I've had the social media forever. Mm-hmm. Like, and if they're my you know my friends on social media what does that mean for her mm-hmm. and you know it was she was ruled against like she like the owner won um but it was because she had the same social media handle and so the owner argued that she was taking her her clientele through her social media handle and she got and they ruled against I mean there but... was a there was a couple other things but that was one of them that they brought up that you know she has a social media handle and all of the information is on on there as well because it's like you know half of the pictures are when she worked for that salon owner and now it's going into the pictures where she's in her new space okay yeah I but don't see won. I'm just saying that yeah that's crazy and just so that you guys know because so Kyra and I were just talking a little bit um, before the episode, before we started recording, and she said, you know, non-competes are not legally binding in Massachusetts. Well, according to October 1, 2018, they are legally binding in Massachusetts, in Massachusetts now. And I did pull up some information just to read you guys really quickly that I thought was interesting around non-competes. Oh, you have me checking the email because you was acting like... So, while you find that, I'll give my um, kind of testimonial on, like, the non-compete because I and I had to sign a non-compete with the um, corporate salon I was with. Mm-hmm. And interesting enough, when I opened my studio, their second location is located under the five-mile radius that I think I, I'm not supposed to be in. So I was nervous on that because they were like, oh, you signed a non-compete and you're by the um, the uh, Newton location. So luckily, my godmother, she's a legal secretary. So I forwarded everything. And I was like, you know, can you have like your lawyers like look at this and stuff? So I was able to get over it because when I signed that non-compete, I wasn't aware that there was going to be like a second location or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So that non-compete was for that location. Got it. So there, you know what I mean? Like certain things, there could possibly be like loopholes. Um, But yeah. So some of the things that it says, um, non-competes will not be enforced where, um, where the employee is laid off or terminated without cause. So if you're fired, your non-compete is you know, non, what is it called? I forget. Non-bi- void. Non-binding. Non-binding. Um, your non-competes cannot extend beyond one year. So mm. that's good. Um, non-competes must be presented to employees within a formal offer or 10 business days before the start date. Okay. 
Um, your non-compete must be signed by both, obviously. And then your non-compete must contain a garden leave clause. So I was wondering about what a garden leave, and a garden leave is um, is defined as a payment during the restricted period of 50% or uh, 50 of the highest recent salary or other mutually agreed upon consideration. So meaning if, let's just say, if your non-compete says that you can't work here but you can't find a job, yeah, then they may, they may have to pay you out some type of money. Because they're saying you can't work. Work, right. So, mm. so a, um, it, it must contain a garden leave or another mutually agreed upon consideration. Which is why in this thing it also says, um, which is why in here it also says that you should have a lawyer look at all your non-competes that you sign. And see, and that's interesting because if you think about it, right, when you get hired... They have like five to ten papers and they're like sign here, sign here, sign here, sign. And it makes it seem like you have to sign this like right here, right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, where we could be like so eager to like just start to get working and you just sign it. Sometimes it's probably like you need to stop and be like, okay, like can I give these back to you in a few business days? As women, I promise you, people try to get over on us as women. And so my Number one thing, if you take only one thing from this episode, is to take your time and read over everything that you sign. Also, if you're going for corporate positions, always, always negotiate salary. Always. Oh, yeah. I was scared they're... as hell to negotiate my salary, but I was like, I don't need a sign-on bonus or relocation because mm-hmm. I'm from Boston. I'm cool. I'll find somebody's couch to sleep on. Why don't you tag that money onto my salary? Mm. Like renegotiate um because as women we're typically played less and if you're a black woman then shit and two it's corporate they got money yeah exactly they're not gonna start off by giving you the highest amount that they could possibly give you so there are ways around it um so the other thing the last part i guess we just oh you know what i wanted to talk about salon hoppers Okay. Now, for me, on the other side, remember, I'm, I'm coming from the corporate side, especially mm-hmm. because I deal with, like, all the Aveda salons in the area. Mm-hmm. There are, like, this, like, crew of people who are just in one salon, the next salon, the next salon, the next salon. And the salon owners, because I'm the constant, have you heard of this person? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, gosh, they're applying here right. now, too. And it's like, when... In the salon industry, our world is small. Be very, is very true. careful what you do to people. That is true. Especially if you are existing in a, like, a VEDA. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a specific organization. Or if you're, like, in, like, honestly, like, the Boston area. Like, if you're, like, downtown, back bay. Like, there's always a connection. Mm-hmm. And, too, of, honestly, of um, social media as well. You know what I mean? Like how yeah. we said, particularly if you're that person who is mixing like business and pleasure, like you're posting a beautiful, you know, style that you did. And then the other is, you know, you out with your friends or something like that. That shows personality. That yeah. shows characteristics of you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you're just always being like negative or nasty online that shows things so keep two pages yeah i got two pages and even my page that is my regular page is not that bad because i still have old students and stuff yeah 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 yeah. um but see i teach this to my students as far as like resumes of you know i'm like if there's a if there's either a gap in the resume or there's like a job where it's just very close, mm-hmm. be prepared to answer why. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like because you know things can happen where you know a salon could have potentially went out of business and like that's why you were only there for like six months. Yeah, but I know that me now being a business owner, I would like look at that of like okay, you were only here for eight months, like. Tell me about your experience there. Like, why are you looking for a new position? And honestly, nine times out of ten, if there's like a pause or like a stutter or like a rebuttal. It's class for concern. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these salon owners know each other. Mm-hmm. Just so that y'all know. I like went to a salon and some of her stylists went to another salon. I was like, is everything okay? You know, is there anything I can do? And she was like, no, you need to be asking that salon owner over there. She was like, I'm fine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And I kind of didn't know what she was talking about. And then I heard the rest. And she's I was like, like, I'm relieved. Yeah, she's like, I'm good. <laughs> you go ask them if they okay. That's um, crazy. So it was interesting. Yeah. Um, That's a conversation. No, it was. In, in, in particular, too, because I feel like it's it's not, how should I say, like, commonly like talked about mm-hmm. as far as particularly just in that industry I feel like it's kind of like an impassing type of conversation yeah um but this is things that we really go through as far as you know even though we may want to stay put at a place for years upon years at the end of the day we're creative beings our minds are constantly going so maybe after four or five years you're looking for something new but you have built this family this closeness to your team or your management so it's like how do i like leave but in a respectable manner or if you're in a hellhole of a a spa how do i approach that as well you know the things that we said on this episode today is not the end all be all by all means we are not experts we are continuing to grow in our career and stuff so you know take or leave it but yeah. i guess the biggest thing is don't burn a bridge because even if that owner sucks and you leave um and you and you leave on a bad note what about the people that are working beside you yeah you know what i mean that could later on potentially have a you know salon yeah. and they saw how you left this one so yeah. it's always about just keep an idea that you know everyone's watching you yes yeah, yeah. And it, that is, like, I feel like how you just said in this industry, everyone is watching everyone. Yeah. Even though it's, like, you may be that person who has, like, thousands of followers on social media, you're very confident in your work and stuff, I'm sure you're looking at other people's pages who work in the area that you work or, you know what I mean? That's just the society we're in right now. Yeah. So. It sucks, but it is what it is. It is. Y'all gotta stop watching Black Mirror because you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh gosh. On that note. Oh no. <laughs> Black Mirror is bomb. And then um, just so that you guys know, you will be making an appearance back to Netflix season two. Oh, I did see that. Um, in December. You know, thank I, me later. And I if did you have see not that. Up on that, then watch that now. I did see that. Or since we're talking about shows, 
um, on Netflix now is um, It's a Thin Line Between Love and Hate with Martin Lawrence and Lynn Whitfield. The movie? But let me tell you. So when I I looked at it, that movie... You've seen it already. I know, but think about it. That movie came out, I think when I looked on Netflix, I think it came out either 94 or 96, okay? Mm -hmm. So if it came out in 94, I was seven years old. You shouldn't have been watching. Between seven to nine years old, okay? I didn't know, I'm look. as I can remember, I'm like, Lynn is crazy. Mm -hmm. She's crazy. But I looked at, watched that movie over this weekend. I'm like, yo, he led her on. He, Martin pursued her like crazy. And this is what you call a crazy thing. No, listen, no. Watch, watch this movie again. You're going to view it from the eyes of a matured woman now. That's like, um... I made my brother watch uh, Edward Scissorhands because uh-huh. I thought it would be like, I was like, oh, I used to love this movie yeah, when I was yeah. younger. First of all, the opening scene, he was like, this movie sucks. I'm out. <laughs> and he left me. So I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching it. I was crying. <laughs> I was like, this is such an emotional movie. Like, why are they treating him like that? All he want to do is do your hair. It was so sad, but I just seeing it from a different it. point of view. So okay, maybe I will do that. But y'all watch Black Mirror or not? Okay. So how about this? This will be our recap for our next episode. I will give you three episodes of Black Mirror. Okay. You I'll watch you the three episodes a, right now. No, no. Oh, it's not like all con- connected. They're like, not you can skip connected. Around? They're just they're okay. all everything in Black Mirror is different. Like okay. nothing. Nothing is nothing. Okay. So one is called Black Museum. Okay. The other one is something the DJ. I gotta find the name of them. But playing the DJ. And then the third one is the dating one. I'm gonna have to find it. These are all season four and season five. But like season one was crazy too. When the guy had to like, he was like, okay. It was crazy. I know y'all been watching. What? Oh my gosh. So good. It's all like set like in the future so there's all these like kind of dystopian like see i don't like that sci-fi side. give me a documentary or no, but it's kind of or like, a war movie and i'm good no but it's kind of like where we're going with with like with social media with technology so all of it has this like this could be us type of scenario to it it's okay. just to, like so, anyways, that and then, um, yeah, so I'll give you those three episodes. We will write them in the comments so that you guys know, just in case y'all want to watch, too. And I do not mind. You can talk to me about it or social media. Maybe and I would like to have all the conversation. And you're going to watch A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. I will watch A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. And that's how we're going to open up our session 13. Okay? Movie recap. Netflix. Netflix and chill. There we go. Until then, guys, as always, peace, love, and hair grease. I cannot stand her. <laughs> Cheers. We're going to do our. Oh, it came. Stay connected off the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Shop Therapy. Until next time, cheers, beauties and gents.